I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Do you remember what it's like being in your 20s? I sometimes look back at that period of my life and laugh just as much as I cringe. If you do the same, then you've got to watch Queenie, the new original series on Hulu. Who is Queenie? Queenie is a 20-something year old living in London. She's facing all the firsts. First major heartbreak, first shitty apartment and soul-sucking job, first therapy session to work through those mommy issues. Can she turn her quarter-life crisis into a revolution? Maybe. Will she make some questionable decisions along the way? Definitely. All episodes of Queenie premiere June 7th, streaming on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. My creepy neighbor is obsessed with my 25-year-old daughter. Me and my husband and daughter moved in the house next door only a month ago, and he never seemed that interested in talking to me until he saw her, and it's worrying me. When we're outside working on a flower bed that faces his house, and he came over to talk. Now he has done this twice, mind you so, being completely honest it didn't seem that weird to me at first, until he acted kind of strangely when he saw her. He got wide-eyed and began acting nervous all of a sudden, and I didn't see the connection until I realized he kept glancing or staring at her while talking to me. He was very flustered and hardly ever looked away, and it started making me uncomfortable. I told her to just go inside, and that she'd helped me enough with the bed because I didn't like how he was acting, 
and I could tell she was starting to get creeped out too. He looks to be 35 to 40, I think, which is just adding to the creepiness of it all. There were a few instances after this where she went outside to check the mail or to take out the trash, and he'd come outside every time trying to talk, or just stand there staring at her and saying nothing. After this, she stopped going out the front door and started going out the back door when helping me with the garden or sometimes to get something from our shed. But it wasn't long before he caught on to this as well because he'd be standing there behind the fence just staring the same way which means he's literally watching for her to come outside all through the day. She's so creeped out now that the only time she leaves the house is with friends or to go to work. She's not even comfortable standing outside anymore. And to make matters worse, now he started coming over every other day or so to knock on our door to talk, and always ends it with asking me questions about her. Which are personal questions, might I add. We've gotten to the point where we don't even answer the door when it's him because it's so damn often. The whole thing is just creeping me out because my husband is at work most of the time, and I feel like I can't call the police because he hasn't technically done anything. So, what should I do? This happened about 10 years ago, while I was in my last year of college. My friend and I were living in a two-bedroom apartment in a very safe and slightly upscale part of town. To give you an image of us, at the time I was about 210 pounds, 5 foot 7, and fairly capable of handling myself as I had been an athlete for a large portion of my life, but had succumbed to food addiction. My roommate was 5 foot 3, 115 pounds, and had never lifted weights in her life. One day I was cooking up something for dinner and my roommate came in and went to her room. We weren't lovey-dovey kind of roommates so it wasn't unusual for us not to make small talk every time we saw each other. I went on cooking and about five minutes later there was a knock on the door. I went around the island and opened the door, expecting a delivery person. Instead, I was gripped with this intense, visceral sense of unease. It wrapped around my body like a vice and every hair on my body stood up. There was a totally normal-looking guy standing there, medium height, light skin, brown hair wearing a ball cap, casual sweater, and pants. To this day, I couldn't identify him from a lineup, but I just recall he looked totally unremarkable. However, I had never in my life felt such a sense of foreboding. My heart was beating out of my chest. I didn't even say a word, I just stared at him, vaguely wondering if I should shut the door in his face. He stared at me for a few moments and turned and walked away, his dog following behind him. I had been so fixated on this guy, I hadn't even realized he had been holding a dog leash attached to a sweet-looking golden retriever. My anxiety abated and I decided I had been overreacting despite never having that particular feeling before. I had grown up as a tomboy, had mostly guy friends growing up, was in a hugely male-dominated career and degree computer science, it and played a male-dominated sport most of my life golf. I was not, and have never been, in the least afraid of men. About 30 minutes later, my roommate came out and asked me who was at the door, and I said, Oh, just some random guy. Wrong apartment, apparently. She looked at me, frowning, and asked, Did he have a dog? I replied, affirmative, he had a dog. She told me that some guy with a dog had tried to chat her up at the mailboxes on the other side of the complex, but she had ignored him and gotten back in her car to come here. She's positive he couldn't have seen her come into this apartment, 
because one he would have had to run at super speed to catch up to her. Two our apartment faces away from the section where the mailboxes are three there are at least four buildings obscuring line of sight to our building. What that means is he scoured the parking lots for her car and when he saw her car parked in front of our apartment building he had likely knocked on each door there are two on each floor four floors total to try and find her. Our suspicions were confirmed the next day when there was a phone number, no name, under her windshield. I have no idea if she ever reported the incident, but I was on edge for a good month afterwards because I was worried he might keep an eye out for her. I don't know why he turned around and left. Maybe he thought he had the wrong apartment, or maybe he assumed she lived alone and didn't want to confront someone else. Maybe as much as my roommate's tiny size enticed him. My larger size made him think twice about doing anything. To this day, I've only ever gotten that sensation one other time while I was out with my boyfriend at a bar about a year ago. A guy, who wasn't even looking at me, made me feel super uneasy and the same tension had wound through my body. Dude looked completely ordinary there as well, but my instincts were just lashing back at him. Considering the incident with the first guy, I knew to trust my instincts and asked to go to another bar. Maybe I have a sixth sense for crazy people, but I decided I would never question my subconscious instincts again. I hope to never experience that sensation in the future. I'm curious if anyone else has had the same sort of subconscious reaction to a person. There's a man that lives in a duplex at the top of my street, five houses down from me. He's very strange, always in his front yard yelling, sometimes seemingly at no one. He's very wild looking, just gives me a bad vibe. But before the encounter I'm going to describe, I wouldn't say I had any reason to be freaked out by him. Just had taken note. Like I said, he lives at the top of the street, which is off a busy main road in my town. Across from his duplex is a big empty double lot that we call the Glade. It's owned by the city and maintained well. It's a nice grassy place for me to take my dog to the walk. I'd been walking my dog there for about five years, no issues. It's perfect. There's an old shed and some signs that a house used to be on the lot, but mostly it's just trees and bushes and grass. I noticed a few times it seemed like someone was trying to block up the pathway onto the lot, but thought maybe it was just the people who maintained the lot dumping the cuttings and stuff. So one morning, a few months back, I'm walking my dog before work, and I notice the odd neighbor is just staring at us from his stoop. I don't think he knew I could see him, as there's lots of bushes and stuff around the lot. He's just staring at us so intently, and I get kind of creeped out, but it's daytime and the busy street is right beside us, so I ignore him and let my dog finish, and we walk home. A few days later, same thing. I'm walking my dog, and I catch him intently watching us. This time, as I walk out of the lot and head towards my house, this guy starts to follow us. He is maybe 20 feet behind us, but keeping pace. My dog starts freaking out and I kind of half turn and say, good morning, but he doesn't answer, just stares ahead and follows us all the way to my house. I turn down my driveway, trying to be casual, but my dog is just losing her mind. She's got her hackles raised and she's pulling and growling. He doesn't follow me up the drive, thankfully. I turn back and look as we get in the house, and the guy has just walked about halfway past my house, and just turns around and goes back to his house. He never even acknowledged me, but it was more creepy than I can describe. 
I still don't know what he was doing or why he didn't want me in that lot. Was he planning something and my dog changed his mind? Was he trying to scare me away from the lot? I can't imagine he's gotten anything hidden on it, as the city keeps it well maintained. Or is he just crazy? He still lives there, but I don't walk my dog that way anymore. My husband works nights so it still creeps me out. Luckily my dog is super protective and we have an alarm system. Sorry if this reads bad, it's my first time posting. I think my neighbor is seriously a witch. Alright, so a little background. I'm 25, I live alone, and just moved to this house. The first week there was fine, no noise from my neighbor at all. I'm the corner house, and then there is five other houses on my street, spaced out pretty far away from each other, kinda country in a way. The second week is when shit started getting weird, dead birds always in my yard, and they never have eyes. My dog will growl in the middle of the night when no one is there. Then one night she woke me up barking, sounding like she was about. To attack, I went into the living room where she was, and she was barking at the ceiling in the corner, and her hair was standing up. I told her to come, and she completely ignored me and kept barking. I finally put her outside. The next morning I checked my mail when this lady, my neighbor, rushes out of her door, saying something to me that was impossible for me to hear with how far away I was from her. I casually walked over to her yard and said what? Her eyes rolled back in her head and she put her arms towards me and said this gibberish. I looked at her confused and she smiled and said, your dog doesn't seem to like me. I was put back thinking about him going off last night. Yeah, he isn't the friendliest dog, which he was extremely friendly. I walked away, dumbfounded. The next night, I heard what sounded like a baby crying. I walked to my window, and my neighbor was standing at my window. I backed away, knocking over everything that was behind me. My dog about busted through the glass trying to get her. I got up from falling back and yelled, What the F? She smiled at me and put her finger up to her mouth. And even though it was muffled through the glass, she said, S-H-H-H-H, don't wake the baby. I picked up my phone and cows the cops. They came and made a report and went to talk to her. I didn't see her for almost a month or so. And then I was having a fire one night. My dog started growling. I instantly felt my hair stand up. I slowly turned around, but nothing was there. My dog then began to bite and growl at the fire while he was yelping. I grabbed a hold of his collar and began screaming his name. Then, I'm afraid to even type this. She came out of the fire. She walked out of my bonfire. My dog was basically pulling my arm out of socket. She just stood there with her hands crossed on her stomach. She laughed and said, What's wrong? Did you see a witch get burned in the fire? I screamed. I ran. My dog followed me, or his ass would have been left behind. I locked myself in my house and stayed there for a week but I had to go to the store. We both ran out of food. I took my dog with me. When I came back home, I walk as quickly as possible to my door carrying literally 10 bags and a big bag of dog food on my shoulder. I dropped everything when I noticed my door. Drawings of eyes were burnt in the wood and a dead bird was on my porch mat. Its eyes were missing along with its feet and there were maggots all around it. I slammed my door and dead bolted it. I called the police again, WGO said, that could come to make a report, but couldn't take her in, because there was no proof Ada did it. I didn't tell them about the fire. 
That night I couldn't sleep. I stayed in the living room on the couch flipping through the channels. When my dog once again starts going off this time in my room, I got pissed grabbed the closest weapon I could, which was a lil statue of a smurf, but he was heavy and I think it was cement. I make my way to my room kinda just annoyed about everything. I flipped on me light when this woman is in the corner of my ceiling, hissing at my dog. Like a cat, and you know how when a cat growls the real high pitch it gets. That's what she was doing. I threw the statue at her followed by screaming my dog ran by me and I slammed my door. My door flexed like... Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Like a damn elephant was pushing on it. This was Monday. Needless to say, I'm terrified. And I hear her every night calling my dog. She'll do this whistle, my dog's ears will go up, and then his hair stands up, and he growls very deeply. I will keep all of you updated. I'm worried. I cannot move. My money is all in this house, and I'm not capable of moving. I try to avoid going outside, but how long can I do tha, and what's really that going to do when I've seen her on my ceiling? I haven't went in my room since then either. I had a neighbor who would regularly cause my tires to go flat either by deflating them or by putting nails behind them, causing them to pop. He would then wait for me outside in the mornings, pretending to offer assistance with the flat tire. Late at night, he'd creep up to my back window, knock on it, and bring me gifts. Despite being married with children, he frequently brought me beer and flowers that he claimed to have picked just for me. While there were other creepy things he did, these incidents were the worst. Eventually, I had to call the sheriff on him. 
Not really a creepy neighbor because we didn't really meet them, but a creepy experience. Last year my girlfriend and I moved into our first apartment. Next door to us lived a family dad, mom and two daughters plus a dog. We never really interacted with them unless we were leaving at the same time. One week we noticed that their car hasn't been around for about a week. Not really a big deal though we figured they were on vacation. But then we heard the dog barking and the dog barked literally all day and then stopped and we didn't hear the dog again. The very next day there a sea fell to the ground from their window. I noticed it at 6.30 in the morning, and when I got home that night at 8, it was still on the ground and their window stayed open so bugs and stuff were flying in. The following day their fire alarm went off for two straight hours. I went over to knock to make sure nothing was wrong. The door had a whole bunch of landlord notices and nobody answered the door. Two days after that they returned and were home for three days, but we never noticed them coming and going. They just seemed to stay in the apartment for the whole time, no sign of the dog. Then the following weekend my girlfriend called me while I was at work. Four random people showed up and was throwing all the shit from their apartment out the windows into garbage bins. And that was the last we ever heard of them. Their apartment stayed vacant until two months ago when a lesbian couple moved in. When I was a child, we had this neighbor named Pat. Crazy Pat, they called her. She lived in an old Victorian home that looked like it was falling apart from the outside. She'd sit on her porch and yell at people before the front porch was falling apart. Then she'd just walk up and down the sidewalk yelling at people. But then it went from harmless crazy lady to bad times for everyone. One day Pat tried to stab my neighbor, Mr. It's Mr. Ace had to call the cops and the cops didn't do much. Then Pat tried to run Mr. Silver and nothing happened. Then Pat started calling our home and just breathing loudly before hanging up or screaming things into the phone like garbage. Literally just saying the word garbage. Then the years went by and all the neighborhood kids that Pat tormented grew up and the night before Halloween transpired. For reasons unknown, she was dumb enough to leave her home for a period of time at which point all heck broke loose. One kid from up the street climbed onto the roof and entered her home through the second floor bedroom window. Another kid entered via the basement. Some kids rode their bike four blocks over to the local grocer and bought all the eggs and toilet paper you could get. And what did the parents do? They all watched and kept lookout. Pat came home and called the cops. The cops asked every neighbor if they saw anything. Every resident said the same thing. Silence. Pat moved away later that year. Someone bought the house on a song and renovated it and made it look quite nice. I just saw the weirdest thing through my neighbor's window. I just returned from bartending, so it was like 3 a.m. My apartment was dark except for the overhead light in the kitchen. I just flipped on after walking in and all the windows across the courtyard from mine were dark too, except for one. I went to my window for a closer look. There's a pretty girl who lives in that part of the building, and I wasn't watching her or anything, but I could see her there, sitting in her own mostly darkened apartment, lit only by the bluish light from her laptop screen. She was up working late, I guess. Anyway, I didn't want to be a creep so I started to turn away, but I saw her move suddenly. She looked over her shoulder, then turned back to her screen. I didn't understand why at first, 
I thought maybe someone said something to her, but it didn't look like there was anyone else in the apartment with her, though it was hard to tell in the dark. She looked again, then she got up. Her apartment is the same as mine. We live in a big U-shaped building, and we both have the same large windows across the entire back of the room, so I could see her clearly as she walked all the way across her apartment and then stopped, just staring at the far wall. I glanced instinctively toward my matching wall, but of course there was nothing there to see. Just my second-hand couch, cinder block coffee table, and the rusty air vent on the wall above them. When I looked back, she was already walking back to her desk. She sat down and it looked like she put in earbuds, so I figured something must have been making a noise she didn't like. Pipes rattling, maybe? At this point I guess I got curious and I watched a little longer, but I swear I was about to turn away again when, well, this is when things got weird. I saw her air vent cover just kind of pop off and fall on the floor. It must have hit with some kind of thud, but she obviously didn't hear it. Okay, this part is kind of hard to write, because it doesn't make any sense. I'm just going to tell you what I saw. Something sort of poured out of the vent. Or someone. Shit, I'm going to go with something. It well, she kind of landed on the floor and then stood, and she was enormous. She was so thin I could see her hips and ribs jutting out underneath that pale skin. I don't think she was wearing anything, but she had this lanky pitch black hair that was so long it was kind of hard to tell for sure. But her arms something was seriously wrong there. They hung down past her knees and seemed to just kind of peter out. No hands, just a sort of nub. F, I wish I had done something then but I didn't know what to do. I didn't understand what was happening. This strange woman-like creature just started sauntering forward. I watched it stalk across the room, slowly closing in on my neighbor. Then she raised those strange arms and she opened her mouth, and it was like her whole head split open. She towered over the girl at the desk, all pointy teeth and pointy arms, and somewhere in there I realized I was desperately banging on the glass, but I was too far away to make any difference. The girl didn't even have a chance to scream. The creature struck, squeezing its inhumanly long arms around my neighbor, and her whole head just sort of disappeared into the creature's. I saw her arms flailing, nails clawing at the arms around her for what seemed like ages. Then she just kinda went limp. At this point I know I should have done something anything, but I was just kinda frozen in place. My mind was reeling, I just kept thinking this couldn't be real. I don't know how long the thing just hunched over her like that, but the next thing I saw was the girl's body slumping forward, head hitting her desk, arms hanging loose like some kind of a rag doll. The creature had risen back to its full height, and it turned away and started back across the apartment. Her gait was different this time, more casual. It wasn't stalking prey. I watched breathlessly as the creature paused in front of the air vent, and then it turned and looked out the window, right at me. I jumped behind the little section of wall that separates the windows, standing sideways, holding my breath, praying somehow it didn't see me. I didn't want to look, but I had to know what it was doing. I leaned forward, edging back in front of the window, peeking with one eye, but there was nothing there. The creature, or woman, or whatever it was, she was just gone. My heart was running a marathon, but there was nothing for me to do now. I found myself just kinda staring at the girl, slumped on her desk, for what I think was a long time. Then she sat up, just when I thought things couldn't get any more surreal. How was she not dead?
She stirred and kind of gingerly sat back in her chair. She looked around like she was confused. Then I saw her staring at her screen for a minute, and she just started typing again, like nothing had happened. This is so messed up. So I came on here and started typing this up. I didn't really know what else to do, but I thought I'd better get it down while it's still fresh before I start second-guessing myself. I didn't drink or anything at the bar. Not anything that could. Oh shit, my vent is making a weird noise. This is the story of my first roommate in college. I was a freshman at a decent-sized university in Ohio, and I got a random roommate for my first semester in the dorms. It immediately seemed a little odd to me, just the way he talked and acted in general. Nothing too crazy, but it just stuck out to me as a little strange. Still, I tried to make the most of it and talk to him here and there. I was able to make friends rather quickly at school, and within about a month, I sort of had a group of guys that I would hang out with regularly. My roommate, on the other hand, never really seemed to leave the room other than to go to class. I would sometimes invite him to hang out with the guys, but he would always turn it down. Whenever I would leave the dorm though, he would always ask me where I was going and how long I would be gone for. I found that sort of annoying because it's not like he was my older brother or something. But if I was going to be out late, I always made sure to tell him. One day when I happened to be at the dorm and my roommate was away at class, I was drinking a bottle of water. When I was done with it, I threw it across the length of the room to try to make it into my garbage can. I missed though, and it bounced away to my roommate's side of the room and kind of went under his bed. I went to grab it, and as I was picking it up, something caught my eye. It was a storage box that was slightly open and underneath another box, but I could see some photos in it. I admit that my curiosity got the better of me. I had to move the box on top of it to get to it, but I opened it very carefully. I thought initially that it was maybe family photos of my roommate, but when I started looking through them, I became really weirded out. There were many photos of random students walking around on campus. All of the photos were candid, and many looked like they had been taken from our dorm room, which had a nice view of the campus. There were probably over 100 photos, and some had multiple of the same person. They all appeared to be taken at a far distance, and the camera was zoomed in. Then I found a photo of myself walking to class one day. I decided to put all the photos back as I had found them. I closed the box and got back to my side of the room. My roommate came home later that day and went on his computer. After several minutes, he asked me if I had been going through his stuff. I admitted that my bottle had rolled under his bed, and I moved his box a little, but I didn't tell him about seeing his box of photos. He said okay, but seemed to be a little upset. That night, I decided to hang out with my friends, like I often did, and told my roommate that I would be back by 11. It happened to be a Friday night, and my friends and I stayed out a little bit late, and I lost track of time a little. I went to one of my friend's houses after, and saw a text from my roommate asking me why I wasn't back yet. It was 11.10. I texted my roommate saying I was on my way back, and he replied that he had a surprise for me. My roommate was not normally one to make jokes, and something about the text just rubbed me the wrong way. I went back to the dorm, and when I did, I got to my room and opened it to see my roommate immediately come charging at me. I closed the door quickly and ran out. He didn't chase me and stayed in the room. 
I was legitimately worried, so I decided to call campus safety, and they showed up a few minutes later. I went away from the room and went back to my friend's house. I was later told that my roommate was found hiding behind the door, and the police were brought in, and he was arrested. I got to leave in the dorm by myself for the rest of the year.